Hey, what's up? This is Chris Gray, and you're listening to the ZFM Sport Podcast. Nice, Messi! It is the cleanest of clean finishes and the best on the planet. It's time for the biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behavior. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport. Let's join the team for the biggest show in the world of sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. It's a very good evening, Zimbabwe. This is ZFM Sport. So let's start with the pleasantries. How? was your weekend and by that we're asking about your sporting weekend because this is the review show in the studio mike madoda uh, chris midzi alois bunjira is here our producer sean tafirinik and my name is barry manandi on the home front today zimbabwe cricket coach davy houghton says allowing the players to express themselves and play with freedom has been key to the team's qualification for the t20 world cup as the chevrons were crowned champions of qualifier b following their 37 run win over the netherlands in the final yesterday and congratulations uh, to the Chevrons for winning the tournament outright but also qualifying for the T20 World Cup. In international sports news, Australian Cameron Smith was almost lost for words after coming through a thrilling final round tussle with Rory McIlroy and Cameron Young to claim a maiden major title with a dramatic one-shot victory in the 150th Open. We hope he can also pay for a decent haircut. (laughs) We'll also go around the world in 60. We have updates uh, from New Zealand, England and the United States. On a Monday, the second half of the show is always the Castle World Football Report and kickoff is at the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League where Dynamo's coach Tondirai Indiraya has praised his side for their performance in holding log leaders FC Platinum to a goalless draw at the National Sports Stadium yesterday insisting that given their recent bad patch, the Glamour Boys picked up a valuable point. At the Women's Euros, Netherlands manager Mark Parsons believes his team are gaining energy after securing a place in the quarterfinals with a 4-1 win against Switzerland last night. And it's semi-final time at the Women's Africa Cup of Nations. Banyana Banyana go up against Shipolo Polo, Zambia, who are no pushovers in what should be a tightly contested matchup in Casablanca tonight. The Warriors, the Chevrons, the Cheetahs, the Mighty Warriors and the Sables. From the pool to the track to the field, we are Team Zimbabwe. The Home Front. Local sports news and analysis. If you want to say Makoro Ko to Amtlope to the Chevrons, uh, you like what I did there, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm Zimbabwe. You sound Zimbabwe. <laughs> you sound like a parliamentarian. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So send, send us a WhatsApp on 0731-168-045. That's 0731-168-045. Amtlope, congratulations to the Chevrons. They did the bizzo out in Bulawayo and Zimbabwe Cricket Coast. David How- Dave Houghton uh, says allowing the players to express themselves and play with freedom has been key to the team's qualification for the T20 World Cup as the Chevrons were clowned 
crowned champions of qualifier B following their 37-run win over the Netherlands in the final yesterday. The band of Bulayo fans were at their bouncing and banging best. <laughs> so brilliant. I love those bees. <laughs> banging band. probably went throughout the, the, the match and perhaps even after. I would dare say after. <laughs> the band of Bulawayo fans who were at their bouncing and banging best as the team's team bravely retrieved the match from raging fires to emerge unscathed with a 100% winning record in the tournament. Let's hear from triumphant Zimbabwe cricket coach Dave Harden. The biggest thing that I've tried to bring to the team is to unlock the fear, you know. They look like a side. I've, I've known our players for a long time now. I've been, been in and around Zimbabwe cricket for a while. And they're very talented, very skilled players, but too scared to make mistakes. And I've tried to take that fear away and let them play. And you, you've seen the result. Our batting is exciting now. We, we, we take sides on. Our bowling and fielding has always been of a good standard. But we're playing that type of aggressive, interesting cricket that the crowds love. People just want a team that's winning to get behind. You know, this is, uh, for us, this is getting us back somewhere where we should be. You know, some, we may still be lower down in the test-ranked nations, but we're above the assessment number of nations, and I think we've proved that point. So for me, this is, it's not a process that's finished. This is just three weeks' work for me. Now we've got to actually really prove it over the next two years. It's, you know, we've got to go. We've got some real tough games coming up. We play Bangladesh, who are on a high, having beaten the West Indies. Then we play India, and everyone knows how good they are. We followed it up with three games against uh, Australia in Australia. Very tough period of time for us. So, you know, we'll start to see how much our cricket's improved over the next couple of months. See. Dave Houghton there speaking very clear with uh, tremendous clarity on, on what he anticipate or anticipated uh, would be the job coming into it and then of course uh, uh, the prospects going forward but uh, interestingly what he talks about to say that we've got talented cricketers we, 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 have, we, we certainly didn't see it <laughs> very often but now we certainly see that these boys actually have a bit about them yeah they have a bit about them but let's not get uh, carried uh, away uh, carried away with the, 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 the level of talent we are talking about okay uh, so I think uh, in terms of uh, the competition that we had uh, over the last week here in Zimbabwe, definitely you have to say that Zimbabwe is top of the pile and Zimbabwe should be putting those nations to the sword. It's going to be a different uh, sort of like battle when we go to the World Cup. I love what he talks about. He talks about the next two months being critical to show how much progress Zimbabwe has made yes. because in the next two months, we've got the sterner tests of India. Mm. Yes, India may well bring a second string side, but their second string side is as good as any as in the any, world yeah. because they've got such a depth of talent uh, coming out of the IPL and some of the, of course, uh, regional competitions who are churning out uh, really good players into the Indi- Indian cricket system. Same thing with Australia as well. Those two series against India and Australia will show us whether we have got the competitive edge heading into the World Cup to go and uh, compete. And so good um, words coming out of Dave Houghton yeah. in terms, of course, trying to instill that uh, morale at that confidence and belief in the team but also pointing to the fact that listen you're not a proven outfit yet you're going to have to pass these two tests Mm. to show the world what you can do and that realism obviously is going to give us all uh, a a host of confidence uh, because number one is that he said he came and took took, took the the training wheels off took the leash off the players and let them express themselves number two is that now the work actually begins because he says this is three weeks of work Two weeks. Coming two weeks worth of work coming into this tournament. That means that now he's actually.
actually got an opportunity to work with this team and, and, and see his methods translating. Yeah, and I think we can see it when we take a look at our players. I think for um, the last sort of... 12 months. What we've seen is some of our more senior players for me who I'd like to highlight because when you take a look at their performances before, when you take a look at who was stepping up for the team, wasn't necessarily our senior players. And now we're seeing more and more of them express themselves better. Sean Williams, Regis Chakava putting up good scores, Sikanda Raza consistently. So I think he has sort of unleashed the players. But now I think we're really going to have to put in the work and we're going to see what Dave Houghton can really do because this I think for us was yes uh, a good competition but again the opponents we are facing are not necessarily ones that were going to test us as the test that is going to come. Well, well the point that uh, Chris is making uh, Barry about the senior players I think it's the confidence they have in Dave Houghton yeah. Yeah. Uh, in having a figurehead who's been there done that, been one of the most respected players to come out of Zimbabwe. Mm. Uh, you know, an outstanding captain. Uh, you know, the man who transitioned Zimbabwe from being an associate nation to full test status. Full test status our yeah. first test captain. Uh, mm. A man who played at a, a couple of World Cups yeah. uh, for Zimbabwe. If not three World Cups, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. I think he must have played 83, 87, 91. Yeah. Uh, you know, outstanding at those tournaments. So, mm. they're looking at him. He's achieved far much more yeah. than they have. Played yeah. and, and, and can the possibly can possibly dream of in his career. career. Uh, respected coach in, in, in the county system, uh, you know, Somerset, Hampshire, all those uh, counties, you know, with good cricketing pedigree. And say so they look up to him, they respect him, and they can only follow the things that he's prescribing to them. I think the problem that is uh, uh, that has been there with the Chevrons is that so often we've had these guys come in as coaches that these sort of like players are second-guessing yes. and are doubting. Uh, with Dave Houghton, they seem to have bought into his methods mm. and that's why the senior players now are not just sulking and taking home a pay packet at the end of the month yeah, yeah. they're now putting in the big big performance but I want to ask you Barry mm. did we miss a trick as far as qualification is concerned because you take a look yes. at the prize the <laughs> for coming first <laughs> yes. as opposed to the prize <laughs> for coming second um, should we have been a bit streetwise winning, winning the tournament certainly feels like the booby prize yeah. uh, because <laughs> in, in truth because we won the tournament we play in the group with Ireland Scotland and the West Indies at the, at the World yeah. Cup Finals. Now, here's the deal. Netherlands, who come, who come second in this tournament, okay, they still qualify for the World Cup, uh, but they go into the group uh, that has Namibia, Sri Lanka and the United Arab Emirates. So, and two teams from each group, the winners and runners-up, uh, qualify from each section into uh, the Super 12. Out of sense in our chances Met. in that group yes. had, had, had we finished second. But I, I think the thing with Dave Houghton is... He probably understands the level of toxicity around the team and its recent performances that a loss might have just muddied the waters of the entire campaign and people would have been now posing some serious questions around him and the players. And so he thought to himself, you know what, let's just go big. Let's just win everything that we can win. Uh, And and, and you know what, uh, Chris, that's my, that's, I I respect that because my style is win it all. If you're participating, win. Fine. Tozos won a World Cup. We're going to see Ireland. We're going to see what Scotland has has to throw at us. We know what the West Indies are going to bring, but let's face that. Let's face that stern test. And if we come out of that group, so much more uh, better 
10,000 fans showed up at Vulayo, uh, at, at Queen Sports wow. Club. They deserved to see a win. Yeah, fantastic. And of course, uh, the fans are coming through on our WhatsApp platform. If you want to send a message uh, for the Chevrons, 0731-168-045 is the number you need to use. 0731-168-045. Tawana from Fidelity after Mbuzi Roundabout. Is, <laughs> listen, the, the only thing you forgot to say to Tawana was a, is a pin location so that we could drive there after the show. He says, hey there, guys. Good to see the Chevrons spanking who they should spank. Yes. Let, let the likes of Netherlands know that Patiri Nepavari Panerobo Mamaira. Yes. Yeah. 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 Let there be a difference. And five wins out of five in this tournament, Chris, sends a strong message. It sends a strong message. And I think for the momentum and belief of the team, it was so important. Because I think just being around the team that's winning and also just Zimbabwean cricket fans coming around the team as well. So many celebrations across social media. I think the atmosphere that's created by these wins is so important if they're going to go into this tournament successfully. Uh, King George, you say we've qualified for the World Cup, but is our captain still fit to be part of the team with his performance? Lastly, we need more good partnerships like the one uh, between Raza and Sean, which is winning us games. They need their teammates' support. Well, we talked about the crucial two months that we've got uh, coming. Uh, I think those two uh, months will be telling uh, in terms of who puts their hand up to go to the World Cup. So I don't think this is by any stretch of the imagination, Barry. The squad that played in this qualifier is to be the one that goes to the World Cup. Yeah, I I think think there's still sort of like two or three places up for grabs. There's still two or three players that have got questions around whether they should be selected in the team. So, uh, for me, we got good games coming up. Yeah. Let's see if those senior players, some of whom we were beginning to question their places in the team, yeah. uh, Craig Irvine, ETC, yeah. you know, can they nail down a spot yes. with big performances in the big games to come? Absolutely. Dave, Dave Houghton will be running his eye over the players as well as the selectors. Hopefully, the selectors don't let us down in terms of uh, the selecting the squad that goes to the World Cup. Some quick stats before we move on to our local sports news roundup. 236, which Zimbabwe scored against Singapore was the highest ever total by Zimbabwe in a T20. That's a fantastic Excellent. stat. Mm. Uh, and then Sikander Raza's a 4 for 8 versus Netherlands in the final, no less, was the best ever T20 figures by a Zimbabwe. We know we, when he broke onto the scene, Sikander Raza was a belligerent cricketer. I, I suspect that we have seen the re, re-genesis or the reinvention of Sikander Raza uh, back to that cricketer. Yeah, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Lots of work to be done, but certainly this is pleasing. Let's go to local sports news roundup. We've got athletics, rugby, and some volleyball news. Hi, my name is Sean Williams, Zimbabwe cricket captain. You're listening to ZFM Sport. Z. Start off with some athletics news. Long-distance runner Isaac Mpofu set a new national marathon record on his way to finishing an impressive 10th at the World Athletics Championships in Oregon to cement his status as one of the country's finest distance runners. Mpofu, who was making his second successive appearance at the prestigious competition, crossed the finish line in 2 hours, 7 minutes and 56 seconds to shatter Cuthbert Nyasango's 8-year national marathon record. The previous national marathon record was 2 hours, 9 minutes and 52 seconds 
set at the 2014 edition of the Prague International Marathon in the Czech Republic. Mike, we've had a bit of a journey with Isaac Pofu from disqualification, Naz fighting, he finally gets back um, his spot to compete at the World Athletics Championships and now he goes on to break a record. I think this is just juice after everything he's been through. For me, uh, one word, Chris, that is often abused in the world of sport, mm. character. Mm. Uh, you know, after that setback, uh, many guys could have just uh, simply rolled over yeah. uh, and licked their wounds, uh, but uh, he took that setback in his stride. He made an appeal which was successful, was able to gather his thoughts and his mind and put in the biggest marathon performance that Zimbabwe has ever seen on the international stage. So kudos to him, Isaac Mbofu, and a brilliant performance to finish 10th, 10th uh, in, in the World Athletics Championships. Yeah. There's nothing to be sniffed at. And tomorrow we're actually going to be running a special on the World Athletics Championship. You want to tune into that 5 past 6 on ZFM Sport. In rugby news, French outfit Le Havre Athletic Club have confirmed the signing of Zimbabwe rugby international Takut Guachieza ahead of the new season. The 29-year-old inside centre has earned 14 test caps for the Sables, the last coming during the recent Rugby Africa Cup in France, which doubled as the qualifiers for next year's Rugby World Cup. He also featured prominently for the Goshawks during their maiden campaign in the Curry Cup First Division. We'll finish off with some volleyball news. Zimbabwe's leading volleyball clubs, Naba and Harare City Women, are relishing the opportunity to compete against some of the leading teams in the region after being invited to compete at the FISD Mzuzu International Volleyball Tournament in Malawi next month. The two teams were awarded the slots in the competition by virtue of being the Zimbabwe men's and women's reigning champions, respectively. Alcohol may be hazardous to health if consumed to excess. The operation of machinery or driving after the consumption of alcohol is not advisable. Not for sale to persons under the age of 18 years. Casa Lager is more than just beer. It's pure liquid gold, crafted from the finest local ingredients to deliver a taste that is somewhat dry, somewhat bitter, but never sweet. It's the taste that stood the test of time. It all comes together with a castle. From the front of the grid to the back of the net, it's CFM Sport. International Sports News Roundup, where the world comes out to play. Now, Aussie, 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 Australia. Aussie. Oi, oi, oi. <laughs> Australian Cameron Smith was almost lost for words after coming through a thrilling final round tussle with Rory McIlroy and Cameron Young to claim a maiden major title with a dramatic one-shot victory in the 150th Open. Uh, the world number six overhauled a four-shot deficit to claim his maiden major title, becoming the first Australian uh, to lift the claret jug since Greg Norman in 1993. It really hasn't sunk in yet, to be honest. Um, this is going to be a really tough one to beat. Um, you know, to win an Open Championship, I think, is every kid's dream, but to win it around St Andrews, I think, is another level above that. Um, it's just it's just been awesome. I felt as though I was playing really good golf, uh, really solid golf on that front nine. Um, just didn't get quite close enough to the hole, I think. Um, had plenty of birdie looks, but they were from a distance, and um, you know those shots just got you know five, ten feet closer, and I was able to see some putts go in, and um, yeah, that was the game changer, I think. Z.
uh, was uh, the uh, winner, the champion golfer of the year. Let yes. me put it correctly. Australian Cameron, the champion golfer of the year. Yes, uh, thank you, Mike. That's <laughs> the way it's said. <laughs> With his mullet, I hope he gets, he's got, he earned enough money to get a, a decent haircut. My God, shucks, he a needs signature it. look, man. I like hey, it. No, and that mustache. That's, that's, that's like a typical Australian look. Yeah, I mean, they all, no, it really isn't. Yeah, that's 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 it. Uh, I mean, have you have you ever seen the Australian rugby team when they go on tour? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they all, all get a mullet. Yeah, they all get a mullet. It's the stereotypical uh, image of an Australian in the outback. Oh my days, Bruce. Anyway, get <laughs> <laughs> <I>, Sheila. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, enough Australian jokes. No joke was Cameron Smith his performance in this tournament. He put together two four uh, four great rounds of golf. Uh, tragically, Rory McIlroy did two, but not enough to get over the line. Yeah, um, are we chatting about Rory McIlroy? We're talking about, we're talking about <laughs> Cameron Smith first, and then we'll chat about Rory. Okay, so I think Cameron Smith just juiced to him. I think incredible bo- bogey-free 64, taking him to 20 under and equaling the lowest 72-hole total in men's major history. So I think um, just getting to world number two, putting together this performance, I think was absolutely brilliant. And I don't think anyone picked him when we were doing these things. No, no, no nah. chance. It was the haircut. Uh, but Mike, <laughs> uh, I know we're celebrating the champion golfer of the year, but it's hard not to talk about Rory McIlroy. Um, this is... This is probably some of the best golf we've seen him play. I mean, that on Saturday, I think it was, that when he chipped in from the bunker uh, for Eagle, that, I think, was emblematic of the type of golf that he was playing. Well, Barry, it, it looked so good for him at the turn. I mean, after nine holes, uh, you'd have looked at the guys who were sort of like floating around at the top of the leaderboard. And uh, the only guy with, uh, should use, you know, I want to use this, what, Grand Slam uh, experience yeah. with major sure. experience sure. was Rory McIlroy. Yeah. Mm. So you'd have thought that he had enough experience, he had enough pedigree to see out the last nine holes, but mm. not so. I mean, you just take a look at the way uh, that the young Aussie played in the last nine, and then Rory just couldn't find another gear. Uh, I think the nerves hit him, mm. uh, and he was so close to winning a major, something that he hasn't done in a very a long, long time. time. And uh, the nerves just seem uh, to get to him. And of course... Um, squandering that five foot birdie chance uh, at the third uh, you know early on yes it didn't look so drastic so bad at then stage, yeah. but had he nailed that Barry I think the pressure and the gap between him and the would be winner yeah. would have been just a bit too high because it's all it's all psychological it's yeah. all about the pressure that you're able to ratchet up you know the bigger the advantage you have at the turn mm. you can almost make the last nine holes a procession yeah. the problem is R- Rory squandered the chances to do that in that front nine and then they these guys played catch up caught up and they were able to win and for him to finish third is actually disappointing it's disappointing yeah. for him because he was right in the frame uh, to win it out right Cameron Young again uh, very good rounds of golf he, he finished uh, uh, second and indeed it looked like it was going to be the Cameron show uh, the Cameron's <laughs> show for runner up yeah. Uh, more so than for winning the tournament outright because Rory looked nailed on. Uh, but at least the Camerons uh, then come out. Because Barry looked 66, 68, 66. Uh, yeah. He was scoring sub 70 uh, on the first three days yeah. and then 70. Yeah. You on just, the final day. And and those first three rounds, you deserve to win the, 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 the majors. But take a look at all the other guys yeah. in, in sort of like uh, in and around him uh, on the final day. Smith, 64. Uh-huh. Young, 65. Five, yeah. Tommy Flitwood, 67. Yeah. So 
That's 70. That's the difference. That's 70 yeah. on the final He day. shoots a 60, 70 wins. He, he shoots he shoots a 69, possibly. Yeah. He goes to a playoff. Yeah. So, uh, listen, no, oh, no, shoots a 60, 70, he wins the tournament. You're absolutely 68 right. 68 in the playoff. Yeah, my maths is, is uh, yeah, not, a, not, not so bad. <laughs> the P Chris Edwards. Chris Edwards. It shows up every so often, but that's 70 on his card. Of course, ruling him out. Cameron Smith taking himself to world number two, as you said, Chris. And that is uh, the cherry on top to this performance, especially given that world number one, uh, Scotty Scheffler, wasn't even in the top 10 in this tournament. Yeah, I think he's made a mark. Yeah, but, but guys, look at the, the earnings. You see, that's why Liv ah, right. uh, yes, is, good point. Is, is making significant headway. The winner, two and a half million, nothing mm-hmm. to be sneezed at, yeah. but that's like one and a half million less than you get in a Liv tournament. Yes. Okay, yeah. and then take a look at the guy in a tied for 11th. 231,000 That's less than the guy Who's finishing last At a live tournament At a live tournament Yeah <laughs> Who's getting 250,000 yeah. So 100%. that just puts things Into perspective And you'll find out That you know what I think for golf To move forward These two organisations And tournaments Are going to have to coexist They're going to have to Find yeah. each other uh, Because ultimately Money is likely to win because monthly answereth all things. All right, let's go around the world in 60. Chris is going to take us around the world. Uh, she's going to take us to New Zealand. Then you're gonna go, we're going to go to England and hopefully finish off in the United States. Hi, my name's Ryan Kenz, Sunshine Tour professional golfer, and you're listening to ZFM Sport. Around the world in 60 seconds. International sports news. We kick off in New Zealand where euphoric coach Andy Farrell believes Ireland series win in New Zealand will not be repeated again while captain Johnny Sexton called for further improvement after their historic success on Saturday. Ireland beat the All Blacks 32-22 to in the third test to clinch a 2-1 series success in New Zealand for the first time in their history. Elsewhere England coach Eddie Jones believes his young side are heading in the right direction following their 2-1 series win over Australia after they beat the Wallabies 21-17. to and Sia Khaleesi's second half try helped the Springboks seal a 30-14 to win and series triumph over Wales in the decider in Cape Town. Mike, we spoke about New Zealand yeah. on Friday. We didn't call this one. No, we didn't call this one. Uh, I thought they'd, they'll, they'll see it out. But uh, I think there are two things now that will be looked at in New Zealand rugby. Uh, leadership. It's never a talent yeah. issue in New Zealand. They've got uh, plenty of talent, you know, uh, players in every position. But I think there will be debates around Ian Foster. Is he the man? Because tactically, the New Zealanders just looked to be just off the pace. They didn't have that zest that they normally have. Uh, even just some of their backline play, which is usually a strength, uh, was missing. The other element of leadership that will be questioned is is Sam Kane the right man to lead the All Blacks when you've got players like Adi Savea in that team uh, who captained so well last year uh, when of course Sam Kane was uh, away from the game when you've got players like uh, Whitelock uh, and uh, Brody Retallica and I think there will be considerations made around the leadership heading into the World Cup. We'll head over to England where Rishabh Pant and Hardik Pandya were the standout performance as India defeated England by five wickets in the third and final ODI to win the three-match series 2-1. Meanwhile, England's Ben Stokes has announced that he will retire from one-day international cricket after tomorrow's season opener against South Africa on his Durham home ground, citing an unsustainable 
schedule. Is he going to retire from the T20? <laughs> you see, Manu Damari. No, because you won't leave T20. No, not at all. First <laughs> touchdown in the United States where Shelly Ann Fraser Price wants to continue to inspire generations of women after securing a fifth 100 meter title at the World Championships. The 35 year old defended her 2019 crown in Oregon with a championship record of 10.67 seconds, the sixth fastest time in history. Fraser Price came home ahead of Jamaica teammates Sharika Jackson and Elaine Thompson Hera. Barry, we talk about inspiration, incredible stories, and also athletes going deep into their career. Shelly Ann Fraser Price looks like she's going to finish this career on a high, especially after this. Absolutely, and, and uh, as if it was, uh, we didn't think it was possible. She's actually getting better. Uh, and so, in truth, I think she's she's, she's gone long uh, uh, in her career, and that's because she's. I think she's taken care of herself. Uh, very well as well as having these youngsters coming through uh, like Elaine Thompson Hera uh, who was pushing for her first medal in the world championships uh, failing to get that the medal turns out to be silver for Elaine uh, Thompson Hera uh, so it's a great thing for Shelly and Fraser Price yeah. the hits live I don't want to know you are the one thing in my We're way you home, 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 you are the one thing in my way with the team and have your say your way operator all right let's go to our messages and they are coming in uh let's go this one here uh is uh talking local football ones my beloved dimbara at least a point against fc platinum was a better result had we lost it it was going to be disastrous given our next game it is against chicken in we've got the castle world football report coming up and we'll be taking a look at yesterday's match between dynamos dimbara the country's most successful team uh taking on the champions uh fc platinum and that one finished of course in a goalless draw uh, more messages here uh, this one is thanks with Zimba and Goromonzi what's up guys kudos to the Chevrons I'm euphoric as a box of birds it's been all sizzle now it's steak too yes. be that as it may uh, I- I'm on rapport with you guys let's not make a song and dance about this let's keep our pants on and let's keep a pot belly why would we take them off? Yes. Why would we take them off? Don't get too excited. Wait, wait, wait. It gets better. So he says, really? let's keep our pants on <laughs> and let's keep a pot-bellied chasm between us and the mollusks in the Netherlands and all that jazz. Oh, thanks. I love Zuma, that. Oh. Thanks. When you get excited, why do you take your pants off? Why do you take them off? All right. Okay. I see. Uh, Hey guys, why would you be afraid to play Ireland and the West Indies? Of course, they are T20 gurus. What if we qualify for the best 12? Let's face those big teams. We will show them we are no longer minnows. Uh, piano football. That's our type of football. This is Ani Chucks. I don't know what the hell Ani Chucks is talking Ani about. Ani is, is having, he's, he's taking his pants off. Yeah, he's taking his pants off quite clearly. <laughs> yeah, listen. Uh, 
Guys, it's simple, okay? There are nations that are better than you. Yes. yes. It's, it's yes. Especially you now. Yeah. Especially if now. If you can avoid them, avoid if them. You, if you can avoid them. Yeah. And, and that is why sometimes the key to progressing uh, at a tournament or in a cup competition is also what they call the luck of the draw. Yeah, draw. Yeah. Where, where you go to a side where uh, there are weaker opposition. You've got the U- United Arab Emirates and Namibia. Yeah. yeah. Okay? And at Sri Lanka. We should beat them. And Sri Lanka. Yeah. You're taking a look at a situation where we should be able to beat the UAE yeah. and uh, Namibia yeah, and then qualify together with Sri Lanka uh, to go into the Super Bowl. As opposed 12, to yeah. this side, which is a lot tougher. It's look at the way Ireland has been playing against New Zealand. Yeah. Yes. yes. Huh? And look at their, their tune-up schedule. Uh, they, now listen, they're playing, they're playing the top nations. So Ireland has come along in leaps and bounds. Okay. He's uh, corrected himself. Anzi <laughs> Kuboa. So uh, uh, I think I think I'm going to go As opposed to Kuboaka My bad Anechaks I think you you were misrepresented uh, Anechaks By Mike Madrid Thanks so much Anechaks For getting in touch Hi guys Barcelona proves that uh, A good name is better than riches Cam New will be fire Next season And I, I feel Barry That a lot of people Don't exactly know what the financial crisis at Barcelona is all about. Yeah. So everyone thinks that Barcelona doesn't have money. Hashtag Barca's yeah. broke. Yes. Yeah, no, Barca, yeah. Barca is, is, is not broke. Barca uh, blew its salary cap, in inverted commas. And so consequently, it's a case of balancing the books. So while they're signing all these players, they can. They've got the money to sign all these players. The question comes in on registration. So to register the players is where they're going to have to play around with the books. And that's where uh, Laporta is now trying to balance it all out. So Barca's not broke. Uh, Barca just needs to balance the Yeah, box. just about balancing the box. Uh, and I'm so, and uh, you know, people talk about debt. There's no club in the world that doesn't have debt. There's no, no th- none of one. the yeah. biggest Big organizations in the world, even outside of football, have debt. Oh, it's yes, a part yeah. of a working system. Yeah. yeah, I think only the German clubs uh, yes. don't have debt. Yes. They, they don't operate with and, debt. And, and yeah. Chelsea's close, it was being married, managed close to, to a zero base. Uh, but, but, but I would say, that's my problem. So that was that that was the difference. He's still shrouded it in football, yeah. football earnings. So. <laughs> D- DJ Bongs in Eastley says, I'm so happy for the Chevrons. Now we really need to be geared up for the World Cup and what's really happening to our football. It's not acceptable that just after a few games into the business end of the season, the leading goal scorer has less than 15 goals. So disappointing. We've been talking about this year after year. Should we be surprised, uh, Alois, that uh, the leading scorer has got to 11 or 12 goals at this stage? It's not surprising at all, uh, Mike and if, if when you look at the situation, the leading goal scorer actually went for seven matches without even scoring a goal. You know, his club didn't score a goal actually in seven <laughs> matches, and they, they still didn't catch up with him. Yeah. So where are the other guys? <laughs> what are they doing? Mm, yeah, that, that, that's a concern. <laughs> LP in Mabel Rain says, if Shelly Ann can pull it off, Chris, I still have hope for Serena. Hey, very different. Um, 35 and 39, guys. 40. Yeah, I think people underestimate just in what the difference a year makes for an athlete is. A year is 12 months. How much training is that? How much progress is that? I I don't. You have your doubts. I have my doubts. Also, I'm not sure if Shelly Ann Frazier Price has had kids yet, which has always a major impact has, on a yeah. body. Yeah, well, let's wrap it up with a message from Tammy Blau. He says, good evening, guys. Great stuff by the Chevrons uh, uh, throughout the tournament. Raza was phenomenal. Hopefully, we'll he build was. on from here. Mm. And Dave is the right man in charge. 
your, your hit mu- music station. My station. Your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo. The Corsolaga Premier Soccer League. La Liga. Serie A. The English Premier League. The Bundesliga. It all comes together with the Castles on the Castle Lager World Football Report. From Rufaro to Barberfield, Mandava to Nyamunga, all the perfect moments in the Castle Lager Premier Soccer League come together on ZFM Sport. Dynamo's coach Tundarain Diraya has praised his side for their performance in holding log leaders the FC Platinum to a goalless draw at the National Sports Stadium, insisting that given the recent bad patch, the Glamour Boys picked up a valuable point. Dynamo's cherished the outcome of the scrappy affair after stopping FC Platinum's proud winning run that had stretched seven games. This year from Stanza, Tundarain Diraya. Look, we're coming from a defeat. If you want to take it from that angle, um, I think it's a, it's a good recovery. Um, of course, if you want to take it from another angle, it's two points dropped. Uh, we really wanted to close the gap between us and uh, and the rivals and our rivals. That 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 did not happen. So from that point of view, um, I'm a little bit disappointed, but not entirely disappointed because of the manner we played today, because of how the team played today. We're playing a good side, formidable side. It's not a secret that they had gone on a seven-match winning streak. And for us to stop that run and compete uh, the way we competed today, I think it's, it's, it's quite com- commendable. For, so from that end, from that angle, I want to give, give credit to, to the players for the shift that they put in today. Now, Alois is talking about, you know what, uh, if we want to put things into perspective, uh, let's take a look at the run of form the Dynamos has been uh, on. Uh, they were without a win in four matches. Uh, they come into this game, they hold the champions who are on a winning streak to a goalless draw. Surely, that's a positive point that Dynamos can talk about. Yeah, I think that is a positive point. Uh, when you look at their form and when you look at FC Platinum, people expected actually FC Platinum cruise, you know, past Dynamos with all their problems on the field and and, and outside. But uh, they, they held their own. I think they did. Defensively, they did well. They didn't concede. You know, they can also go out and say we didn't lose, you know, because uh, it, it wasn't it wasn't easy, you know, to stop uh, FC Platinum mm. because this this is a team that, was, that has been scoring goals. If you look at their stats, this team has been scoring a lot of goals, you know, lately. And for them to actually hold them to a cholesterol, I think it's a, it's, a, it's one point end when you look at it from the angle of uh, their form coming coming from what where they were a few weeks ago and to holding FC Platinum. I think it's a positive one point. Yeah, positive point, Barry. Uh, but uh, listen, four straight game with Dynamos failing to score, and that is exactly what the problem is at Dynamos. We talked about this on Friday. Yeah, um, and that that problem persists, albeit that if we are thinking about and talking about positives like like uh, you and Alois just discussed um, I think that the positive is that there were chances created um, there were chances that they got that they should have taken free headers uh, Frank Mancarati early on and then of course Tino Muringai getting Keith Murera uh, Bill Antonio uh, so there were chances where they could have uh, hit the bulge the, the, the old onion bag but didn't so that again 
any coach who's looking at the statistics is going to take that as a positive to say at least now our box entries are increasing our chance creation is increasing so we're on the right trajectory we heard uh, from Tondirai Stanz and Dirai time to hear from SC Platinum coach Norman Mapeza who has bemoaned the lack of quality from both sides in the big game a point going point gain for us but there was nothing to talk about football we never, had, never created opportunities. Dynamo is the same day. They never had any opportunities. There's nothing to talk about football. Nothing to talk about it. Save for those maybe soft field kicks which have been given to the animals. That maybe those are the turning points of the game. But for the rest, nothing to talk about. Nothing yeah. to talk about, yeah. I have to be honest with you. I usually concentrate on my team. Yeah, yeah the, uh, then the coach will see what's happening on our side. Then they will... Said you decide whatever I want to do, but for me, I also control my side and said what I wanted to do. That is it. I, I, I don't know what they were doing, so I'm not what, but what I could see is that they were just tracking just one versus one most of the time. Yeah. That's what they were doing. That's what I saw. Because if you saw the first half, Ralph Kondra was on Pavari. Yeah. Then that, I don't know, that uh, the defensive midfield, I think, was going on Brand Banda. So they were moving one, one versus one. But there was a solution there, Paga. Paga, as the, the guy was playing that side. I saw uh, Alap was moving, going this way. He didn't even mark the guy was going forward. But he followed that. Alap on the other side. So it was just marking one versus one. <laughs> so that's what I picked so much. But we could have done better in those situations. We could have done better. See. Uh, Norman Mapesa saying that uh, we could have done better in these situations. I think uh, one of the things that happened here, Chris, is that uh, FC Platinum failing to adjust uh, yeah. to Dynamo's approach to the game. But like they often say about good sides, that even when they play poorly, they still get something out of the game. Yeah, and that's exactly what FC Platinum did. They didn't manage to score, but they didn't uh, let... Uh, Dynamo score either Which is You know Like you said It's a bit of a drab affair When it gets to that We're just We're stopping each other From scoring Essentially And I think What he talks about He sounds Incredibly frustrated Is the fact that Dynamo's use Such a rudimentary Simple tactics To stifle play And like Suffocate FC Platinum And unfortunately It worked Do, do you blame Tondirai uh, Stanzandira I don't think so I wouldn't blame him For his approach uh, I think I think what Tondirai Stanzandira he didn't want to lose. Yes, this yeah. is about survival. I, yeah, for him, it was about survival. For him, it was not about losing. So at the end of the day, you've got to say that, you know what, uh, the two teams uh, walk away with uh, a point in the game uh, and uh, both of them will leave the game with a sour taste because in spite of those rudimentary tactics, like Barry pointed out, Dynamo's actually had some guilt-edged opportunities mm. where they could have scored on the break and stolen the points at the National Sports Stadium. Let's run through the rest of the results. ZPC Kariba beat Cranbourne Bullets a one Bolaoi City, similar result over Tenex or 1 0. Ngezi Platinum Stars and Caps United, a 2 all draw, four goals at the Baobab Stadium, Alois. And uh, of course, uh, Caps United showing a bit of character because uh, Ngezi leading, but Caps United managing to steal a point uh, towards the end of the game. Yeah, I think uh, especially where, where Caps United is coming from, you know, this is a team that had gone for seven matches without scoring a goal and conceding two goals. I thought that that was a, uh, a show of character for them to actually come back and snatch a point and for them to actually score those two goals I think that was brilliant this is away from home and they're playing in Gezi it's not easy to uh, to go out there in, uh, in Tungezi and and win there I, I think that was uh, that was good I didn't watch the match you know obviously I had to depend on what was happening but for me to for them to actually come back and and and, and grab that uh, that that uh, that point I think that was actually outstanding well done also to Manondo you know I think he is beginning to actually be consistent and uh, keep on scoring this was important 
goals for Cape United as well. In other results, Black Rhinos in the Yada 1 0 draw, Chicken in, Thumping Bulawi Chiefs 3 1, Manika Diamonds and Irentals 1 0 draw, and then the bubble bursting for Jose Brito Barry, Wawa beating Highlanders at Ascot and Bosso's problems on the road continue. They just can't seem to buy a win on the road. Yeah, it, it looks like they're, they're, they're almightily poor travellers, uh, albeit that they're going to a Wawa side that's Mr. Jekyll and, uh, well, Dr. Jekyll and, and Mr. Hyde, because you sometimes Wawa will, will roll over and you can beat them. Anyone can but beat the, them. But that's a Wawa side at, at, at the bottom of the what table, kind of Barry. Team? What kind yes, of a team are you? There's a Wawa how, that shows up to something. Yeah. yeah, but, but even, even if it does show up, it's, it's, it's at the bottom of the table. Exactly <laughs> so. <laughs> Highlanders beats Manika Diamonds in a, in a performance that had everyone talking. They did. Uh, and, and, and they go to Ascot. This is a game where Highlanders could have consolidated their posi- uh, position in the top half of the table uh, because Highlanders right now could have been level on points with Manika Diamonds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Highlanders could have been fourth remember had they the, beat Wawa. Remember, this is a Wawa side that of their 18 points, they've gained draws against mm. top sides. Yeah. They've, they've, so they, you don't know which Wawa is going to show mm. up. There's one that rolls over. They're confused. Another one also. where Callum English Brown wants to play like he's, he's, he's uh, so, Grealish. So do, do we say, uh, Chris? I think this result just a pointer for Jose Brito that there's still mm-hmm. lots of work to be done. Yeah, and and I think a pointer to the fans as well that this is still a project that is being worked on. So yes, Highlanders is playing great football. Yes, we're enjoying what they're doing, but we still have a transitional period when this new coach comes in. He's still got a lot of work to do. All right, just a quick look at the top of the standings. The FC Platinum leading the way, 44 points. Chicken in, courtesy of their win, have drawn within three points of the champions. They are in second on 41. Dynamos is third on 36. And Manika Diamonds is on 33 points in fourth place. Hi, my name is Rune Shamba. My tour is Super Striker. You're listening to ZFM Sports. Right, let's go to women's football, starting off uh, in Europe, uh, where Netherlands manager Mark Parsons believes his team are gaining energy after securing a place in the quarterfinals of the 4-1 win against Switzerland. Let's take a look at the weekend's results. In Group A, Austria beat Norway 1-0. Northern Ireland thumped up by England, 5-0 England. They carry on scoring and scoring big. In Group B, Denmark uh, was beaten by Spain 1-0, whilst Germany thumped up Finland 3-0. Could have been worse in that game. And Sweden pumped Portugal in Group C, 5-0. In tonight's action, it's the conclusion of the group phase. Iceland will take on France and Italy will take on Belgium. Quick swing to Africa where it's semi-final time at the Women's Africa Cup of Nations as Banyana Banyana go up against Zambia who are no pushovers in what should be a tightly contested matchup in Casablanca tonight. It's a Southern African derby. Chris, uh, I know Zambia have been playing well. Mm. Boyd, of course, by their qualification for the World Cup which yeah, is a great yeah. achievement for them but surely South Africa should be a bridge too far <laughs> it might be it might be and I, I think it's a little bit sad that both of these sides come against each other at this point in the competition um, but I think South Africa when you take a look at just the quality um, and look I think also just in terms of the losses that both of these teams had in terms of the key players as well mm-hmm. Tembi Katlana um, for, for Banyana Banyana obviously losing her through injury and also uh, Barbara Banda for the Zambian side also not available because of what's going on in terms of her medical 
reasons that they've stated. Yeah. And, uh, so both of these teams have lost their talismans and they're still able to carry on in the competition. But I think when you just take a look at the quality in the South African side and also experience in this competition, mm. I think that's also what's going to be um, a distinct advantage for Banyana Banyana. Zambia hasn't been here before. And so... South Africa probably with a little bit of an advantage. Yeah, and even if you take a look at the way they play the game, uh, Alois, uh, South Africa, Nakiza. Yeah, they, they play with uh, with verve. They play with panache. Yeah, I think I think uh, they they like you say that that uh, that bridge is just uh, too far for uh, for for Zambia to be honest because by just looking at the the, the way they play Zambia, they just it's more like kick and rush. They want they just want to get there, you know. But when it comes to South Africa, they actually doing the pass open oh. play the pass here open go around. You know, they actually play good football. You know, very good to the eye as well, and they've got very skillful players. And I don't see Zambia. Zambia competing here. Oh, well, Barry, the other semi-final is Nigeria taking on Morocco. Morocco, the host. Uh, what they'll have uh, on their side is definitely the home support, but the pedigree is with Nigeria. The pedigree is with Nigeria, but this is an unconvincing Nigeria side. So for me, I think the Morocco goes through uh, to the Wow! That's I, a big goal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you <laughs> why. I'll tell you why. The mobility, the mobility in that Morocco side is going to be a test for, for uh, wow. Nigeria, for the Super Falcons. Uh, so so I think that Morocco certainly have the, has the bit you between reckon? their teeth. Now, I I'm think Nigeria will switch on. They they, they have to. On. They have yeah. to. If That's they want to go to the final, they have to switch on because hitherto mm. Nigeria you haven't been looked, convinced. They have. Yeah, they have been. Because yeah. I, they and everyone, everyone obviously we're all dreaming of the <laughs> repeat final that now Banyana can then correct things and mm. and finally go the step further and win the tournament outright. But I don't think it's going to go that way. I think it's Banyana versus Morocco with Banyana being cl- crown champions. Uh, we've just got about th- thirty seconds left, guys, and. Uh, I gotta read this message. Nyati uh, says, "Hi guys, on the Dynamo's and Platinum match, uh, superstitions dominated the start of the match with regards to entry. Uh, no <laughs> wonder why sponsors shy off local sports. Yeah, Imagine great. such scenes being broadcast uh, on Super Sport. Uh, so uh, worried about that superstition. Maybe that could be a very nice topic for us on uh, a wacky Wednesday. Wacky Wednesday. Uh, mm. In fact, we'll, we'll talk about, of course, uh, the different superstitions and also get to hear from Alois, of course, uh, who had a lengthy career." Uh, uh, playing top flight football in different countries around uh, the different superstitions that you get in the game and there are many and it's not just uh, football it's there in rugby cricket uh, wherever sport is played there are always various superstitions of course that bedevil the game some to effect some to detriment non-effect yeah <laughs> and it'll be good to also get some sound bites from former players uh, for Wednesday's show just to hear what they went through so it should be a good one don't miss that one out but before that there's of course Top Hit Tuesday which is tomorrow for now may God richly bless you that's my story and I'm sticking to it Manandi out and it's Messi the cleanest of clean finishes from the best on the planet. The biggest sports stories. Chelsea, the UEFA Champions League winners of 2021. The biggest interviews. That uh, such a great spectacle is ruined by such such thuggish behaviour. And all the analysis right here. He's the one player that has the arrogance to think that he can play in any stadium in the world and any pitch in the world in front of any player in the world and take them on. Every weekday, it's my sport, it's your sport. It's ZFM Sport on ZFM Stereo. My station, your station. My station, your station. It's everybody's station. ZFM Stereo.
Hi, this is Mike Mundell, and you can catch me and the team for all the latest breaking news out of the world of sport, local as well as international, on your favorite station, my station, your station, ZFM. We are Z Team on ZFM Sport. Z.